Hi, welcome back to Right and Tin. I'm Karen Alea, and this is going to be a packed episode. Remember, these are only 10-minute podcasts. I blather on for 10 minutes, and then you write for 10 minutes. And today on the show, we're going to talk about self-publishing versus traditional publishing. I asked an online Facebook group different topics that they want to know about, and this one came out the top by far. So if you could first subscribe to this podcast, rate it, and then review it. You're a writer. Go ahead and do it in rhyme or something creative. I'd love it. And I'd appreciate it because that helps the algorithm do all sorts of weird mathematical gymnastics where other people can find this more easily. Some of the topics we'll be touching on are for those starting out in writing, and others are for more of the experienced writer, but they definitely overlap on information. Anything that I don't know from my years of teaching or writing, I just steal from writers who are much smarter than I am. Remember, you can share your advice by going to the website Write and Ten. You'll find a place where you can submit your own advice to us, just like the tidbit we got from Lou Mendar today. He wrote, you can't revise what you don't write. Okay, that stings a little bit, Lou. I feel that you're being accusatory to me, but I'll read the rest of it. He also says, allow yourself to write a lousy first draft. As long as there are words on the page, they can be improved. Thank you for that. And again, you can send in your own and it'll go on the blog or on the podcast. What is the difference between being traditionally published and self-publishing? First of all, traditional published books go through a series of gatekeepers. Usually, you have to obtain a literary agent by writing a query letter, and we'll talk about those in future episodes. And then your agent has to sell that to a publisher. You can see it like a funnel. A lot of people try and pursue it, but by the time it gets to a published book, there are very few. And when you deal with traditional publishing, you have to realize it's going to be very heavy on writing, rewriting, editing, and rejection. Because when you have agents and publishers involved, you're going to get back a lot of feedback of how to improve or change or rewrite things so then they can make it marketable. Self-publishing can be done a lot quicker. And you do have to do your own marketing for it completely, much more than with traditional, although traditional published people still have to do their own marketing. With self-publishing, you will most likely be paying for someone to edit it, and then you either purchase outright some books that have been printed for you by a self-publishing company or a online ebook process like Amazon has will take a percentage of your sales. As with anything, it all goes back to why. 
Why do you want a book published? It might be a saintly reason of, I want to help others. I want people to be entertained and have some escape. But I really, really want you to explore your dream of publication to find out what is behind even those reasons. Do you want something to pass down to your family? Or have you always felt that you weren't intelligent enough and you want to show people that you always have been? Do you want to contribute to the literary world? Or do you just have this overwhelming desire to express yourself? All of these and more are valid, but really knowing what those are, you don't have to show this to anybody. It's your own little secret. But knowing what that is will help you in understanding which path you should take. When we talk about rejection in traditional publishing, we hear it a lot. Rebecca Skloot, who wrote the best-selling The Secret Life of Henrietta Lacks, which Oprah picked and turned into a Lifetime movie thing, she was rejected 60 times. And today, we have Alina Dillon dropping in and telling us a little story of her own. Alina's the author of Mercy House, which keeps popping up in all my book groups. People love it, as did Amazon, because they picked it the book of February for 2020. It was a library reads book. She also has gotten another book deal called The Happiest Girl in the World, which will be coming out April 2021. She also has a humor collection called I Thought We Agreed to Pee in the Ocean, which I love the title of. She's written in Lit Hub, The Rumpus, Bustle, and she teaches creative writing at St. Joseph's College. So here's what Alina has to say. Hi, my name is Elena Dillon, and I want to tell you about the rejection before the acceptance. Actually, there are way too many rejections to tell you about them all. Um, so I'm just going to tell you about one. Um, I had two agents before the agent that I currently have, and one of them read a version of Mercy House, which was my debut novel that came out in February. And after he read it, he said that if I was going to continue writing books like that, that he didn't want to work with me anymore. Um, and I did want to continue writing books like that. I did want to continue writing about uh, gritty women um, who are complicated and nuanced and uh, not you know, cardboard heroes, um, they're real and they have heart and they have hurt and they have pain and history. Um, so that sealed it for me. We, we ended our relationship and I had no regrets because I knew just what I wanted to write. Um, but it did hurt, of course. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. And then, then I found my, my new agent and, um, things just, unrolled from there. uh, And it's just been a a magical journey ever since. Uh, We quickly got my editor and I have this whole team of people behind me um, who believe in my work and advocate for me and are enthusiastic and brilliant. And I am very grateful um, that that I pushed on and found people who did want to work with me and who I want to work with. 
Thank you, Alina, for that. I think that really helps put some more fuel in a lot of people who need to just persevere. I'm going to link to her book and her website under this episode in the show notes and over on our corresponding blog to this episode at the website Write in 10. Besides knowing why you want to be published, you know, what is your book about? Is it a business how-to, like how to increase insurance sales? Well, then self-publishing is a great option because you already are surrounded by people in your vocation as well as online and in-person professional groups. Do you write erotica? Well, there are some online groups meant for you. And that would be another circumstance where self-publishing would far outweigh trying to get a traditional publisher. Now, the hard, cold facts about self-publishing is that they have difficulty being seen as legitimate in the literary world. Most book reviewing venues do not review self-published books. There are companies that do it for a price. Self-published books are also very difficult to get picked up by bookstores. And so if your dream is to see your book on a bookshelf, I would suggest trying for traditionally published. Again, we're going to go into where to find agents and all that in future episodes. But any chain bookstore does not buy self-published books. That's Barnes & Noble or any other that you can think of, which I can't because they're all going bankrupt. As far as smaller bookstores, independent ones, they are already struggling with getting their sales up to acceptable levels. So taking on self-published books is very rare. I know personally from working with a bookstore selling that the books we brought in from local authors did not sell. And that's what you are faced with when people come into a bookstore and they see maybe a local or self-published section that they usually tend to go to the traditional ones because they know those books have been vetted a few times through the different gatekeepers of agents and editors and publishers. What I suggest if you do approach a local bookstore is one that you begin buying from them already. And two, you let them have a few copies of your book to sell on consignment. They don't buy it outright. They just put it on their shelves. And what they do sell, they will give you the percentage of. If you can sell ice to Eskimos, if you have an amazing story, if it's been edited to perfection, you can get out there and see what kind of dent you can make. I say go for it if you're wanting something done quicker than seeing a book be published probably two years from now. So timing plays a part in this too. The main thing is to really work on your own writing, find your own satisfaction from it, and improve bit by bit with every page you write. If you want a career in writing, remember there's no retirement age. 
Now it's time for that 10 minutes of writing. I'd love you to set a timer and write for a full 10 minutes on why you want to have a book published. Really keep asking yourself over and over for the full length of that time. I guarantee it's going to give you insight into which direction you should look and pursue. To help keep this podcast and blog free, I partner with great sponsors like Skillshare, which is an online class company. You can find the link right there in the show notes and over on the blog. But what do you know? Skillshare has classes in self-publishing, how to self-publish Kindle eBooks, book marketing and effective ways to promote your book and ebook they pretty much have it all including if you want to take a literary route and learn from writers like Roxane Gay i hope you'll check it out and i will see you next week stay well